The Everyday Style School podcast is brought to you by our collection of capsule guides and style masterclasses. Maybe you're struggling with creating a style that really feels like you, or maybe you're overwhelmed by your overstuffed closet, or maybe you just want an easy, done-for-you wardrobe plan. Whatever you need, we've got a solution for you. Head over to youreverydaystyle.com and use code PODCAST at checkout to take 20% off of your next purchase. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at youreverydaystyle.com. Hello, gorgeous. You're listening to the Everyday Style School podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Mary, and I've been dressing real women just like you for over 20 years. Now I'm on a mission to teach women around the world how to create easy, effortless style without confusion and overwhelm. If you're ready to create a wardrobe you love and feel confident every day so you can live the life you want, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hi, friends. Today, I've got a short and sweet episode with an important message that I know some of you need to hear. And here it is. You don't have to dress your best. Now, you're probably thinking, wait a second, is this some kind of Jedi mind trick or reverse psychology thing where in the end, we'll all want to dress our best? Nope, it's not a mind trick at all. And if you want to dress your best 100% of the time, that's great. Go for it. But I'm really here today to tell you, you don't have to dress your best, not 100% of the time if you don't want to. And frankly, not ever if you don't want to. Now, you might be wondering, If we don't have to dress our best ever, why are we listening to your podcast, Jennifer? And you know what? Fair point. Here's why. The mission of this show is, and always has been, to inspire women to love the way they look and to give them the tools to do so easily. That's it. Nowhere does that mission statement say that my goal is to teach you these rules that help you stay in this little box of dressing your best and being miserable about it. In fact, if you've followed along for any length of time, you know that's quite the opposite of my approach. I want to share why I'm talking about this today. Sometimes there's a theme in my clients and my conversations that keeps coming up over and over in a short period of time, and it's like the universe is telling me to take a pause from what I had planned and to talk about it. Lately, what's been coming at me is women struggling to dress their best, and it isn't making them happy. The rules of knowing what's best and how to get there aren't helping them make style easier or more fun. And you know, I believe that's the point of all of the style quote unquote rules or guidelines or this neckline is best for you. It's supposed to make it easier, not more difficult or less fun. So for the purposes of today's conversation, when I say best, what I mean is what is traditional traditionally the most flattering, like the best necklines for your body or the right dress shape and length for your shape or the best colors for your coloring, all that good stuff. Lately, it seems like I've spent a lot of time with women who know these bests, but don't like them. I've been working with women whose bests for their body shape have been at odds with their personal style and women whose best colors are at odds with what they just personally gravitate towards. They're stuck in this conflict because they want their clothes to be flattering, but they also want to like their clothes. Ladies, it is time to expand our definition of flattering. If a top 
objectively hides a tummy you don't like, but it makes you feel frumpy and dated, that top isn't flattering. If a color objectively makes your eyes look brighter, but it makes you feel like a phony, that color isn't flattering. Flattering is what makes you feel like the best version of yourself. Audrey Hepburn once said, happy girls are the prettiest. And I think that should be every woman's style mantra. Wear what makes you happy. Wear what makes you light up. That, my friends, is flattering too. The other theme that's been coming at me for a couple of weeks, both through podcast interviews that I've recorded and I'm excited to share with you, and in my own personal life, is this idea of living authentically and in alignment with who you really are are. And I think style is a big part of that. If you're a person who loves all things retro and you like pinup girl style and polka dot dresses, if those are your jam, wear them. Even if a fit and flare dress isn't traditionally the best on you, wear it. Wear what makes you feel like the best, most authentic version of yourself. I was watching a video on YouTube a few weeks ago And it was from a color expert who was answering a subscriber question. The girl in the video had coloring a lot like mine. She was light. She was bright. She was kind of warm. Her question was that she thought she looked best in deep, saturated, cool colors like dark gray and burgundy and black. She wanted to know if she was right, if those really were the best for her. And long story short, no, no, they were not best for her. And that's what the color expert said. But here's the thing. The girl's entire aesthetic aligned with that black, burgundy, charcoal, moody vibe. She would have looked ridiculous in the bright coral that I've got on today. It simply didn't look like her. Now, would her eyes have looked brighter and her skin a little warmer? Yep, 100%. Would she have felt authentically best? I'm going to say no. But the color expert did say something that I thought was wise and insightful. She said that often people come to her because they want validation of what they want to be true. When she said that, like, I felt it. I get a lot of that. People want me to tell them that what they like is best or what they're doing is best. And I can see the disappointment when I can't validate that. Sometimes it's objectively not. And so I can't say it just like the color expert couldn't say black was this woman's best color. But what I tell these women is what I'm telling you now. You don't have to dress your best. You don't need validation from me or anybody else to wear what you like. You can just wear it knowing that it's not objectively best, but knowing that it makes you happy. I have the same conversation with every woman who comes to me because there's a disconnect between what she feels she should wear and what she would like to wear. And that is you'd simply have to choose what's most important to you. There's no wrong answer. Wearing what's objectively best for you and wearing what you like best, those are both perfectly acceptable approaches to style. When you can't have everything you want in a nice, tidy little package, you have to prioritize what's most important. Sometimes I'll have women for whom dressing their objective best, that is most important. So we have to go that way and give up a little bit of what they like best. Other times I have women who just really want to lean into their personal style. And for those women, sometimes we have to give up those objectively most flattering things. Neither one is wrong. 
When it comes to other aspects of our lives, I don't see women struggling with this concept of best quite so much. If you go to a nutritionist and say, you know, I feel like pizza and ice cream are the best things for me to eat every day. Am I right? She's going to say, no, not even close. You should eat six servings of vegetables every day and have a turkey and low-fat cheese sandwich for lunch every single day. Are you going to leave that appointment and never have pizza or ice cream again because they're not quote-unquote best? In reality, probably not. Now, maybe you won't make those things the foundation of your own personal food pyramid, but you probably won't be in knots because the thing you like most are not the things that are best for you. A more sensible approach would be to find balance. It's the same thing with your wardrobe. Find the balance. And now it's time for Unpopular Opinions with Jen, the part of the show where I share an unpopular opinion. Here it is. I believe that often women create or at least embrace this quest for best tension as a way of avoiding something rather than it stemming from a need for perfection. Sometimes the women that I've worked with have been avoiding investing in themselves. Other times they've been avoiding creating a personal unique style because they're afraid of what others will think. Sometimes they're avoiding dressing their bodies just as they are right now. So they create this narrative that it's just too hard to dress my best, so I won't even try. Now, I'm not saying this is true for everyone. I'm just telling you what I've seen over the last 20 years. And I'll tell you that if you find yourself frequently not buying things because it's not 100% absolutely perfect, or you've convinced yourself that dressing your best is so difficult that you shouldn't even try, you're probably avoiding something and using the quest for best as an excuse. So if it all boils down to just wear what makes you happy, is there a point to learning what's best? Yes, absolutely. And I will tell you why. First of all, some women truly don't know. They don't have the innate sense of, oh, this neckline is best on me or shift dresses are better than fit and flare. Most women don't have that. And knowing those things can make finding things you feel good in so much easier. That to me is the point of all the style advice and all the guidelines. The other thing is once you know what's objectively best, you can learn how to tweak it to work for you. As Pablo Picasso said, learn the rules like a pro so you can break them like an artist. That's a quote I share a lot on the show. Knowing why something works for you means you can figure out how to make other things work for you. So yes, you should know all those things and then decide what you want to do about those bests. At the end of the day, you need to be happy with how you look. And I promise no one will run away screaming in horror if you wear a crew neck instead of a scoop or the wrong shade of green. Use the rules to make style easier, but don't be afraid to step outside of them and create your own definition of best. There's no homework today, and we will be back next week with an episode on the style lessons I want my daughters to learn. In the meantime, come say hi on Facebook or Instagram. You can find us at Everyday Style with Jen on either platform. Bye for now. Hey, friend. Thanks for listening to the show. Don't forget to head over to the website for any links, downloads, or resources we talked about during the episode. Go to youreverydaystyle.com slash podcast and find the episode you're looking for. While you're there, make sure you sign up for our email list. You'll get a weekly style tip as well as links to my favorite product of the week to help make style even easier. 
It's an email you'll actually look forward to getting, so don't miss out. We'll see you next time. And until then, stay stylish.